I'm the kind of person that if a kid's running loose at the at the airport, I'll pick him up. Of course, I'm sure I freaked a lot of parents out. You know, where's my baby? Oh, the, that blonde man with the tattoos and the earrings is carrying her. Oh, that's 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 cool. You know, that's kind of scary. But I think once they meet me and they see the way I, I hold a baby, they know that I'm a dad because kids know that I'm a dad. of Stand By Your Band, a somber mood has taken over the apartment as we just lost about 15 minutes of recording that was gold, baby. Uh, I am Tom Takar. This is Stand By Your Band, the podcast where comedians come on to defend music they enjoy that other people give them a little guff about, you know? I, I, I'm, of course, joined by uh, my guest, for, or my, uh, my guest, Luke Moniz. <laughs> and, and no one else. And no one else. Mike. My wonderful co-host, the Prince of Snarkness, Tommy McNamara. Oh, I thought we were going to do a bit where I left because of something shocking that happened in the first oh, fifteen fuck minutes. That. So I, didn't, I didn't read the signal. I'm all, I'm all uh, flustered now because we yeah. lost that time. The revelations we were... of that first fifteen. <laughs> um, Luke was was brought here by our one true savior, <laughs> the Lord. Uh, it is a very, as Luke pointed out, uh, it, it, we have a very Musk on Rogan vibe. Yeah, you know, it really is. We are forcing him to smoke weed. Yeah. And, uh, that's what happened with. Mu- Oh Musk, eh? Yeah, they forced him. They yeah. forced it on him. Yeah, Rogan, Rogan held him down in up. a jujitsu yeah, pose. Yep, forced him to smoke a blunt. He just has his foot on his throat. Yeah. <laughs> Do it, um, man. I am sorry. Uh, we didn't address this in the last one. Sorry for the hiatus. Yes, uh, mm. once again, a week long uh, without hearing <laughs> us. Uh, but we are back uh, in your hearts and ears. Yeah, yeah. Look, our listeners expect a lot. <laughs> so a few times people, recently, people have clicked that they want more episodes on the Potomatic. So you know, this is what you get. Once <laughs> uh, a week. Look, yeah. when I look at you. I think this is a guess. We haven't yeah. talked about that. I feel like you're the kind of guy who met Art Alexakis <laughs> in a grocery store. Yeah, when you were between eight and ten. Does that sound like some people would call that nine? <laughs> <laughs> which just which is what I said in the last <laughs> taping. I think this is this is a technique known as cold reading. I did meet Arx. Yeah, we also knocked Luke out after the fifteen minutes, so he doesn't remember. Yeah, that's the only way to make it natural. We had to. We tried. We bought one of those little uh, lights that from Men in Black, and then we started beating Luke in the head with it because we didn't know how it worked. Yeah, no, we hold up to their eyes when they're not looking. We jack them. Yeah, when they're not looking, we jack them off. Um, Is that what you were gonna say? Sure. Uh, (laughs) You know what? This is good. This is better than. Yeah. <laughs> we lost it. We just had that to build up that momentum. <laughs> Honestly, Luke, we do this every week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we want to get the trash out early. <laughs> uh, so but... Everclear, a band from Portland. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Which happens to be where Bridgetown Comedy Festival was. <laughs> no, Luke, you were there. I was. I was there for 18 years. <laughs> you spent some time there. I did, Who yeah. are your guys <laughs> in Portland? <laughs> Did you oh, know? Fu- did you hang out with Funches? <laughs> <Is it> Dame <laughs> Lillard. <laughs> yeah, Dame. 
Oh God! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Ever- Everclear is from Portland, like I am, and yes. uh, I. Well, I guess I'll just I'll say it again. Yeah. Uh, is that that's what I should do? Yeah, yeah. That's fine. We won't. You don't have to go as in depth with it. I will say I feel like there's a possibility that sometimes the the it'll show up. Maybe it'll show up on your computer. Oh, maybe. I, it truly was just not record. I don't know how it <laughs> happened. It just stopped recording. So it reminds me of the movie Unfriended: The Dark Web. <laughs> Yeah, Where a podcast just stops. Yeah, that's the whole, gonna get the whole movie. You're going to get it emailed to you, just the file, and then Tommy's going to end up dead. <laughs> um, Finally. Yeah. <laughs> the podmaster. <laughs> yeah, so I'm from Portland, and uh, so is Everclear. And I felt a special kinship with Everclear when I was a kid because Art Alexakis, the lead singer, is from Santa Monica. I was mm-hmm. born in Santa Monica, grew up in Portland. Yeah. Art Alexakis at some point moved to Portland and never left. My favorite, uh, Santa, you're from Santa Monica. That's coincidental because my favorite episode of Friends is when Santa Chandler shows up. <laughs> oh, we 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 deserve. We should delete everything should delete before Santa one. Chandler. Could I be any more joyful? <laughs> I don't know how we missed that the first time around. Yeah. Probably because we didn't need to do it. <laughs> Are you still living with your ghost? <laughs> Oh god. That is oh, a great man. song, Santa Monica. It's yeah. a great song. Big fan. I want to talk the first hit. I the one thing I do want to repeat is the the following the the grocery store thing. I think that, yeah, that yeah. was an interesting tidbit. Yeah, so I uh I went to the same grocery store as Art Alexakis when I was a kid. Uh he would shop for I god knows what. And uh I would a couple of times, you know, he I was such a big fan of his that you know, seeing him in real life I, I couldn't believe it, so I would follow him around the grocery store when he was shopping. And this has happened like two or three times. I'm like, you know. Oh, I didn't even realize you said that you did it more than once, so this is good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would see him like a lot. He yeah. was just in my rotation, I guess, of like go, you go to the grocery store with one of your parents after school and he's yeah. just there. Yeah, you guys were on the same cycle. Yeah. I see. Or he was like the dude in the Big Lebowski. It was just <laughs> at the grocery <laughs> store. Yeah. yeah. Just hanging out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I followed him around a couple times. And I remember once, like, he was, I think, like, probably in the dairy aisle or something, knowing him. Sure. <laughs> and then uh, he turned around and looked at me and was like, you know, it's very rude to follow people. <laughs> And I That's got up. so I got sunned by Ardell. I can't believe that you stayed a fan after this. I know. Actually, I think my fandom declined significantly. <laughs> and then he, uh, and then of course he picked me up. When oh, <laughs> <laughs> Were you really tall at that age too? Because looks really. a very tall man. If you can, I, I am very tall, but I wasn't that tall then. You know who was tall? The adult man, Ardell Sakis. <laughs> he towered over me. Who was worried about you following him? <laughs> yeah. No. So he, but he was like. Uh, I knew I had fr- he his daughter didn't go to my school, but she's my age, and I had oh, friends really? who knew her Anna Annabelle, which Damn. is the song Annabelle oh, song. Wow, and she's the one from the Conjuring universe. <laughs> 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 yeah, so she. Uh, I mean, I don't know anything about her, but I know that we had. You know, he probably looked in my eyes. Sure, just this kid following me and go. 
you know, I got a daughter this age. Mm-hmm. I got to be nice to this kid. But, you know, his demons overcame him and he, he yelled at me. He raised oh, his voice. Oh, wow. I feel like the story ends with you marrying into the family. Yeah, yeah I mean, you, I must. you really should have stalked her, I think. <laughs> I think that would have been good. Her, right? We yeah. can't tell people they should have stalked <laughs> oh, a little girl. I'm sorry. <laughs> I guess that you're not allowed to tell people that they should stalk <laughs> other <laughs> children. He was a child oh, then, that's too. That's true. I was double jeopardy. Yeah. It's double jeopardy. That's the second time that's come up today somehow. <laughs> She, uh, yeah, but I think I've, from what I heard, he was a perfectly nice guy and a nice dad. Uh-huh. I think I remember. I've been I, hearing he's a nice dad. I just watched that whole interview with him that with that clip from the beginning was yeah. from where he's talking about being a dad and he sounds like, it made me like him. He seems like a good guy. But here's my take. Yeah. If you make a movie to prove that you're a good dad, <laughs> yeah. are you think, a good he dad? Make the movie? I don't know that he made it, <laughs> but if he did, then you're right. <laughs> he does strike me as a guy making documentaries yeah. about himself. But yeah. he, he I, I think, took a group of kids who I knew to see The Phantom to, Menace. The in oh, that's sick. Yeah. Hell yeah. To the Chilean <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tommy, if you really believe that thing about it, if you have to make the movie, why are you making that movie about how you're not a pedophile? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a Frost Nixon. <laughs> I am not a pedophile. If the president's a pedophile, it's cool. <laughs> Uh, we oh, were talking shit. on the last recording that uh, yeah. that's probably the meanest uh, man could be to a child. I think so. legally. Yeah, now, with... Tommy, do you have any experience? <laughs> the time really... someone was an adult was mean to me as a child. I feel like yes. we're just cutting the fat here. This is great. This is great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I went to Endemics, the restaurant where they're mean to you. Which, now, by the way, <laughs> by the way, they should have restaurants where they're nice. To... I just say you're <laughs> all <thing>. my ribs. <laughs> oh, I'm you from Portland. <laughs> All right, so I'm at this restaurant with the whole family. This is I'm trying to shine. You know? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> this is your big moment. You're trying to get a promotion. And I was a kid, so I didn't know. Like, I didn't know any. First of all, any restaurant would have a shtick. Like, right, right. Yeah, but yeah. point of order: isn't every Chicago restaurant like this, where they are mean or they wear tuxedos wow. or whatever? No, coming no? in hard on Chicago. I, I huh? honestly thought it was most like, are normal. Most are normal. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the Rainforest Cafe has a heavy Rainforest vibe. <laughs> you might see a frog. Yeah. But other than that, Here pretty normal across the board. But yeah. Okay, yeah. so I foolishly, now if I was going back, knowing the way that these people act, I wouldn't have ordered this, but I ordered the foot-long hot dog. I want to know what you would order <laughs> yeah. in this situation. Like the plain bread. Yeah. You can't make fun of that. Can I get the plain bread? Uh, so I got I'm making fun of that. that. Yeah, yeah, you got to make Of course they're going to make fun of that. <laughs> So then in front of my whole family, this waiter, this scumbag, he goes up and he goes, who's got the footlong wiener? And me, little boy, raise my hand excited for the food. (laughs) He just goes, "Uh, yeah, I bet. (laughs) And then rolls his eyes. And it was a big hit with the table. uh, Oh, so you were humiliated. I was humiliated. Of course. I hate being I hated being humiliated is, as a kid. Oh, it's the worst. Oh yeah, that is so traumatizing, Tommy. I'm really sorry. That couldn't have been worse. <laughs> <laughs> I had a very humiliating moment that I realized still sticks in my crawl mm. where uh when I was a little boy, I didn't have a dad, and so I would <laughs> You know how you need an adult to take you to the bathroom or whatever? Yeah. My mom would take me to the bathroom, but I'd have to go with her. So I would have to go to the ladies' ah, room. sure. And I remember the day a woman goes, aren't you a bit old to be in here? Damn. <laughs> and I immediately started crying. <laughs> and sure, I was about 25. Yeah. But <laughs> you did prove your youth with the tears. <laughs> exactly. And she was like, get out of here, you pussy. <laughs> uh, I still think yeah. mine was worse. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? 
Um, yeah, the footlong. Is the joke in that that, like, you don't have a big dick because you're a child? I think that's what it was. Yeah, but it's, which is a weird joke for an adult <laughs> of man course, to make. Yeah, yeah. definitely. He just, br- he just cuts off, like, f- three inches of the hot dog. <laughs> He's like, that's more like you. And then it, like, flails to the side. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you limp dick, bitch. The hot dog becomes limp. Tip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, man if I great. did it all over again, you know what I'd do? I'd order the same thing, but then after he said that, I'd go, Wanna get away? Because <laughs> <laughs> that was a big commercial at the time, so that oh, would have killed even harder. That'd be good. That'd be good. Or, uh, Need a break? <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, that's great. Um, let's, uh, let's jump into. We're already. We, man, we're. We're really r- cruising along here. This All is a right. good time. I'm in a better mood now. I was yeah. mad when we had to restart. Uh, we read a little bit of this article um, before. We got. The, uh, we should talk about um, the the history of the band a little bit, though, yeah. like we did before. They uh, they kind of popped off in '97. We decided. Well, so um, much for the afterglow. Uh, their definitive album came out yes, in '97, right? And then uh, two singles from the album: "Everything to Everyone" and "I Will Buy You a New Life." Performed yep. modestly, but helped begin a slow build for the album. While "Local God" was featured in Baz Luhrmann's "Romeo and Juliet" '96, as well as on the soundtrack, which we all owned. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't even need to recap it because. Which it's already deep within our hearts. That was one of the first big Leo movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, one of the first ones that I saw for sure. Yeah, it's probably Basketball Diaries came up before yeah, that, right? Gilbert Grape. Gilbert Grape. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which you know, Basketball that, Diaries. That woman didn't. just died. The Gil- oh, really? Gilbert Grape. Yeah. Which one you ordered, Gilbert Grape? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> doesn't make any what sense. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> didn't someone eat Gilbert Grape? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see the movie. Oh, man. It'd be so funny they have it on the menu just to make such a long, yeah. stretched joke. Like, uh, who's eating Gilbert Graves? Like, yeah, that's not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we don't serve. There's something we could give you. It's just one grape. Oh, man. Um, I love the idea that it's been, what, probably 15 years since that happened to you or something like that? More, yeah, 17, 18 range. <laughs> and uh, I'm glad you you finally came up with Wanna Get Away. <laughs> Ever- that is definitely a jerk store moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everclear, I have this broad theory, was one of these bands that in the late 90s bridged the gap between like grunge rock that was very popular in the Pacific Northwest and like what became like early 2000s pop rock. Yeah. Like that sound, like that. For sure. Uh, Everclear, uh, Eve Six. Oh, hell yeah. Wallflowers. Well, this definitely all exactly. fit for me. I was listening to that around the same time. I got super yeah, sure. into, I got real into Eve 6 yeah. for a little bit. The, um, and, and then the, also, yeah. ever, I was really into Everclear for a while because yeah. of the angst. Damn. Sure. I loved some angst, dog. Yeah, for someone like me, you know, Everclear is the perfect, who grew up, you know, with no uh, no real stakes, no real <laughs> issues or problems. You could just, uh, you could put on an Everclear song, just, you know, it's just about a kid being frustrated in his room. Yeah, yeah, You'd yeah. be like, this is me. Uh-huh. This is my sound. <laughs> I like the one about the porn stars. Yeah. <laughs> can we play Wait, that song? which one is that? Driving soccer mom. Oh, let me, uh, oh, let yeah. me uh, find my little cable. It's where he hypothesizes that porn stars become Volvo driving soccer moms. Damn. Do you think that's true? Well, we're going to have to listen to his arguments. Um. 
<laughs> but we yeah, gotta have Connor on to talk about the porn, the porn lady that he uh, hooked up with. Wait, what? Connor hooked up with a porn Did lady. Did I tell you about this yesterday? The proper term is porn. Like, well, lady. We certainly didn't yeah, decide yeah. to tell the uh, <laughs> the airwaves about it. Oh, they'll find. Probably should have checked with him. Eh, it's fine. <laughs> Let's talk about his podcast and check with her. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Well, she's out in the open. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, she kept accusing Connor of being gay, <laughs> which is the part that we'll talk to him about. <laughs> I'm just going to tell the whole story. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely don't tell the most intimate detail about it. Uh, sorry, this is taking a minute to load here. Where is time? But yeah, they are, uh, Everclear was on... You know, they were on the like the Now Music CDs. Something we've been accused of talking about too much. Oh, Is that really? right? Who accused us of that? I've, I've heard a little. Uh, you guys talk about the Now CDs. You brought every up episode. Now? <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. But they, but I mean, they were. That's they kind of existed in that space, and they. But it wasn't just the Boz Lerman movie. They were in a a shitload of movie. I almost said fuckload, but I. Held, held back. The other I F word. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the movie about him being a dad is called The Other F Word. I'm saying it because I want to make the joke four more times. <laughs> Pretty oh. much any time someone uses a, l- a word that starts with F. I the Art Alex Sakis movie is about... The documentary is called now, How many kids yeah, does he have? Uh, musicians talking about being a dad and that. He strikes me as the guy who had the daughter that he has now and then had a baby in like 2015 yeah uh, are we are we there is Wait, that what is this song called sound again? right volvo driving soccer mom that's right we're like volvo driving soccer mom i was looking through their discography they put out like three greatest hits in a row oh yeah <laughs> it is so great they also do like covers of pop songs now. that's all they do So he very strangely sings from the perspective of a porn star. Very weird. Whoa! Hey, shut up, Art. That's <laughs> a weird song. Weird song. Yeah. Probably about someone he knows rather than a generalization about porn stars. Yeah, I'm I guessing he that. started at Soccer Mom and went backwards. Uh huh. I could see that. That's my theory. Hmm. Say a threesome with my sister and her boyfriend yeah. Tom. Damn. Answer. <laughs> Answer to that. Uh, damn. Yeah, that. Uh, that's quite a song there. I'd never heard that one before. It was on the. Is the, that a radio hit? I had one of their greatest hits albums, uh, the one called Ten Years Gone, 1994 uh-huh. to 2004, and it was on that. So that's how I knew it. I only listened to their like actual albums, um, and I had the one that had AM radio on it, yeah. and I thought it was awesome at the time. It's a gr- well, it's exactly. Really yeah, radio. Yeah. Uh, I hate this song. This is I, I listen wow. to this song as one to play. A rare Tommy admission before the thing. Usually I say that after the song, yeah. but I'm saying it before. I, I used knew, to rock out to this song. When in I my was room. a kid, I knew I hated this song. Oh, wow. I, have ter- I will say I don't think I like this song anymore either. I used to see him in the grocery store, and I'd run away from him. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> like, come here. <laughs> reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. This part's good. Yeah. Sample? It became very yeah. overproduced. Like, what, what genre of music is this? Uh, 
The next lyric before you turn it, he goes, things change back at 75. We're all growing up on the in and the outside. Ooh. Puberty. Oh, hell yeah. He's just, it's a song about his youth. <laughs> also, oh. I, I, <laughs> I didn't know what a pinto was until this song. It's a type of bean. Ah, that's right. I ate one today. <laughs> one. Just one. <laughs> Paleo. Times are tough, huh? <laughs> Uh, this song is a celebration of a time when radio stations were not strictly formatted. Before FM, there were fewer stations, and they played many types of music. It was inspired by lead singer Art Alexakis's childhood growing up in a black neighborhood. He, expo- he was exposed to black and white music because the AM, sta- the AM stations played it all. Hmm. How do you, yeah, Art like Alexakis has this weird. There's another lyric he has, and I, for, in another, I think it's in Father of Mine, where he talks about growing up in a black yeah. neighborhood, sort of as like he really wants like symp- sympathy for it. It's very strange. Mm-hmm. And he kind just of is a like. a scared white kid going up in a black just neighborhood. Just scared white kid. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, so that's like, oh, I found my. I, Despite everything, I found my whiteness. Dude, I heard a. Cry- I, this is like not funny, so I'm sorry that it's a fact that I felt because I've always found that line. He says that in more than one song. Yeah, he says it a lot. In Father of Mine, he's like, a scared white boy in a black neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. He was apparently, apparently getting molested by those kids. I saw that online, and I thought that was just like a Reddit troll being like. No, uh, he says it. Oh, in wow. that F, uh, In that, uh, what's it called? In the movie. Yeah, yeah, in the movie, he says it. And well, then he starts playing Father of Mine, and you're like, oh, shit. There's damn. a lot of emotion in this. Well, I guess I take back that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've always made fun of that, and then I was like, yeah. oh, shit. Well, I you know what they were going to call? This is sincere, not a bit. What they were yeah. going to call so much for the afterglow, he wanted to call it pure white evil. And it's like, you can't really. That, yeah, it's I very don't, I don't weird. Like yeah, wow. I don't like that at all. Wow, there's a lot of darkness. I feel bad for following him around the grocery store. <laughs> 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 uh, let's enough. see. It is funny. Like that, the AM radio has really gone to shit. It's like it used to be. Oh yeah. Cool. I didn't know. I didn't realize it was ever cool. You know. I think Ooh. it's just airports now. I have yeah. a question. Yeah. Now, Woody Allen famously made the movie Radio Days about his mm. love for the radio. Yeah. How do you answer for his crimes? <laughs> And the crimes of uh, radio. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Cuba Gooding, Cuba Gooding character. Jr.'s character in the, the film Radio. <laughs> radio. I know Cuba Gooding. I think he did innocent. some things in that film that were a little, uh, <laughs> you know, a little wrong. <laughs> you may know him from the guy I saw at a bar once. 
Oh, you, you said radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I hate that moment in AM radio so much where he's like walking around with our portable CD player. And it's like, what? Yeah, no, but you have to, yeah. at the time, that was a revolutionary lyric. <laughs> that was, it's like a literal psych. Yeah, like. yeah. It was a big deal, I remember, because I was like, I have a portable CD player. He's talking to me. Did your jaw drop? Like, yeah. And also bell bottoms and... The music video for that song was cool. I don't, I don't, I don't remember 70s. it. Really? I'm not a 70s boy either. No love. My lady loves I think uh, I could be wrong, but I think the music video is Art Alexakis CGI'd as a child Ew. doing the song. Huh. But maybe not. Could be wrong. But I think I, one of the songs is definitely that, though. He's like superimposed on a tiny body. Oh, well, that's I feel like horrible. that might be the wonderful video. Yes, yes. It is the wonderful video. Yeah, You're right. That video is fucked up. That's a crime against God, whatever video it is. <laughs> I, will, I will say, I don't know if you guys, uh, if there's a time, and forgive me if there's a time that this segment usually comes in, but I noticed in, your, in the Facebook post, yes. people really love the wonderful song. Which is shocking to me. We'll get into that. Let's let's yeah. go to let's uh let's do our weekly segment where we oh. go to Jared. Oh yeah. Before we get into Facebook. Oh, he already uh, left a message. So yeah, every week, uh, Jared, uh, the Jared Thompson, the the owner of the beautiful uh, comedy attic in wonderful Bloomington, Indiana, my home, mm. dear sweet home. Mm. When's there gonna be a band that makes a song? About Bloomington, Indiana. That's what I want to hear. Um, Jared <laughs> hates everything, and uh, <laughs> does he like music at all? Oh, he loves music. Yeah, but he is a—he's a bit of a snob. Some might say he doesn't like any of the music we listen to on this, except for he was it Britney Spears that he was I think shockingly that was nice Spears to. That he was into, yeah, um, yeah, but most of the time he's a—he's a bit of a hater, and uh, we're gonna hear his thoughts on the band Everclear. What's up, y'all? It's this week's they went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on defending Everclear. I realize that sort of the premise of this podcast is with the understanding that the band or artist is bad, you know, or at least most people think they stink, or else, you know, why would you have to defend them? So, you know, I still, I promise that I do want to find good in each artist. Um, I think that part of the problem is, is that a lot of these bands from the same time frame mm. that Everclear is from, were just part of this just onslaught of just horrible shit that just was never ending. And then you get like people like Tom, like in his age bracket and Tommy who didn't live necessarily through having a full, blown palette of music like their you know their sensibilities and music weren't necessarily uh adult yet so you have this like fantasy of Jesus. what it was like to be a real person when these bands were around and it just everclear was so bad when they first i mean i remember the first time i saw wow. their video which was also the first time i ever heard them i think it was on beavis and butthead and i I, all I can tell you is is that I just thought for sure that it wasn't real. Like, it just was so sappy and terrible and just without any sort of, like, feeling or just so, it, you know, it's like a boy band, but they're, they have I instruments instead. Uh, I mean, when you, when you look them up, I mean, I, trying to just find anything good about them, I looked them up and... The bands that come up under similar artists, it's just like a fu so funny. It's Lit, Vertical Horizon, Sugar Ray, Marcy Sugar Ray. Playground, Fastball. Again, it's just so bad. There's nothing good about it. It sucks. 
It's stupid. Fuck off. Everclear. Die. All right. See you later. Jesus, man. That was pretty pretty nice of him. And Jesus God, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> man, so really uh, take apart our characters, I feel like. Well, I, I have to say I, I'm, I'm offended, but also he's not – He's not wrong in the sense that when you grow up with something, like I have a deeply personal connection to Everclear and that's why I defend it. And it's kind of an objective – It's it is objective to me because it's just like all I've known. And so right. it's like, yeah, it. A lo- I've heard the opinion before that like a lot of people hate the indie rock, the popular indie rock of the late 90s. But also people who were born in the uh, 50s and 60s probably uh, – how old is he? Uh, that is not up to us to reveal. <laughs> I see. No, well, I would yeah. guess that people born in the 50s probably would shit on whatever he likes. He'll be very mad that you think he's born in the 50s. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> saying, I'm no, guessing no, he's, he's born in the 70s. Like, I know, yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, people born in the 20s would probably hate <laughs> yeah. Old man Jared. No, no, no. I don't know how old he is. Uh, I think that you were right that, yeah, probably people in the 50s. But then again, Jared likes a lot of stuff from, like, the 60s, so it's tricky I don't know. It's, I just mean like the I 80s. Like, I, I, know, I know without ever knowing him or meeting him, I'm sure he has like guilty pleasures from the 80s that he listened yeah. to. And it's like, well, you know, there's stuff that you uh, associate with your childhood that like you can't do- yeah. divorce yourself from. I, I think know. Jared's argument is usually that it just so happens that our era is the worst. Right. But <laughs> I disagree. I but, mean, what uh, are the odds of yeah. that? <laughs> think about now. I mean, now is not like... If you like pop music now, people people are always going to hate new music. Of course, yeah. I do. Th- I think Everclear specifically, other bands have always tried to distance themselves from them. Yeah, like we we talked about. There's an article. They were the most hated band in Portland. In Portland, Portland, the Portland this, scene. Again, it starts with Art Alexakis is a dick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but there was also like I read a thing where someone asked Dave Grohl. It was when Everclear was like huge, and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, some people compare them to like grunge and Nirvana, and he was like, well, they're closer to Bush than Nirvana. And, Damn. You know, that was like, as like a grunge artist, that's the most shade. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I didn't know that. But also, Dave Grohl got. I mean, yeah, Dave Grohl got very poppy. Too. Of course, so it's like, it's like sure. well, you know. Yeah. Um, hmm. I don't know. It's 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 let's, weird. Let's go to Facebook. Uh, I think people just think that. that he like co-opted, like because he was from California and moved to Portland. It seems like a calculated like. Yeah, this is carpet a cool bagger. Scene. He I'm did gonna... do that. I mean, that's exactly yeah. what he did. He came, and that's why people like these indie bands in Portland. There's this huge indie music scene that's like very like grungy. It, even when I was a kid, it was very grungy. Like, and it, and you uh, were a riot girl as a child. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I was a Harajuku girl as a child. Actually, uh, they uh, they didn't. Yeah, they, people never respected him. It was, I think it was yeah. just because he got very popular. What do you I think, think Bhagwan thought about him? <laughs> <laughs> we should read more of this article because it is pretty harsh how it starts. But it's, uh, it's an interview. It's which an is interview, weird. which is crazy. That Based it on the opening like line. This. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. I've heard plenty of stories. His backbiting ascent to the peaks of pop music success, the West Hills home, the foreclosure of the West Hills home, the well-publicized divorces, the yes. revolving door of disgruntled BAM members. Yeah, that's the thing. Is Everclear constantly like you can't name like I, I I think I know a few people, but like there's 
there haven't been any constant Everclear yeah. people ever. It's like, him. I it's, mean, it's, it's already yeah, it's, it's his shit. Uh, his name has been on the lips of the disparaging for close to 17 years. So why would that change now? Have you ever read a sentence more in love with itself? Yeah, that was, <laughs> I was just going to say, that's the worst the sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> the lips of the disparaging. Yeah. <laughs> lips of the disparaging. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> makes me weak. <laughs> Father of mine. Did we talk about the shoe throwing thing in the one we kept? No, we haven't. Everyone? We haven't okay. talked about that. Let's talk about that real fast. Yeah. So we talk, I was getting into that when we were talking about their ascent. So uh, <laughs> the, the album came out in 97. Yeah. And then 98. <laughs> the, at the end of the year, they're touring in the U.S. At the beginning of the next year, they start touring Australia and dis- disaster strikes Big immediately yeah. when someone throws a shoe at the stage. Yeah. And Tommy you know what gotta, Art famously said? What was that? Who throws a shoe? <laughs> My accent got and worse. Then he said, <laughs> and then he said, Shaka Dalla, come on. Yeah. Wait uh, a second. My accent got worse, too. How about no, you crazy Dutch bastard? You're <laughs> <laughs> good at this. <laughs> no, but, uh, uh, yeah, that, that, and I think w- what we had touched on was that that is... That literally almost broke the band apart. <laughs> One yeah, shoe. Guy it says something. somebody threw a lit explosive on stage, too, but maybe they meant uh, the band The band lit. lit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of their explosives. <laughs> their cover of Dr. Dre's explosive. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I do want to read, uh, so he, it is an interview, and he starts with, what do you think of being considered the most hated musician in Portland? And he says, what did I do to deserve that? And he, no, and he says, want to get away? <laughs> I mean, he is kind of, he's so sensitive to say that in an interview. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, that is wild. What did I do to deserve that? I really haven't done anything that controversial. I think the most controversial thing I did is... Uh, that I do is benefit shows for Portland public schools but every couple of that. years. How is that the most controversial? Uh, I hate that. I hate that too. <laughs> yeah, their mission. I think he also does a lot wrong. of USO stuff too. Not to like uh, be the artist great guy, but you know. Yeah, he seems like a good guy. I really do think watching how he treated, how he talked about his kids, and how he uh, takes kids at the airport, <laughs> he seems like a good guy. Yeah, did that um, clip? Are you, is that clip going to be in the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, must, that's the weirdest it. thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's very strange. <laughs> he must have seen that movie on. Accompanied minors and just been like shaking in a seat, wishing he could pick up those kids. Somebody pick up those kids. <laughs> picks up an old lady. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, I he says uh, I'm 47 years old. I can only be in junior high for so long. The interviewer says, which I assume means you are in a position to no longer care what people think about you and the band. Correct. And he says <laughs> I stopped to worry. I, I don't like this Portland yeah, Mercury guy. I don't yeah, think. Portland Mercury is very. That this is this is no surprise. Yeah, wow. he says I stopped worrying about what other people think when I got sober. I don't really care what people think. I mean, I do. I want people to get what I'm doing, of course. Do I want to be liked for what I'm doing, of course. But if you don't and you've got a perspective on me, there's usually an agenda. If you don't like me for some reason, okay, there's nothing I can do about that. I just move on. Doesn't really hurt me, and I think that's what pissed a lot of people off. I don't know that I believe him. Well, he keep, he he's Talking found a way circles. to respond to criticism by making himself sound like the greatest man in the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Genius. Sorry that I uh, helped public schools. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, no, we're mad because you are you were an asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. um, let's see. Well, he also, I, I mean, the rest of this interview, a lot of it is just literally him saying straight up financial stuff. Yeah. He's like, he's very... Yeah. Finance oriented, and we knew someone who worked in PR for him. 
Yes. I wonder. Oh, really? did she, uh, let's did go she to message? Facebook. Let's yeah. see if she added anything. So it's a uh, former guest, guest uh, Ashley Hamilton of Hold On uh, One Second. We're talking about Britney Spears. She worked in podcast. Portland. She was uh, her co-host was on our show today and said it. And I was thinking about how bad of a name it is again. <laughs> yeah, it's a long name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she. Uh, yeah. She said she worked uh, PR for him and that he was a nice. I think she said they were very nice. I'm looking for. Uh, I used to PR for them. They are very nice, but they don't know their place in nostalgia. But I, yeah, but they don't know their place in the nostalgia music landscape. They think they're bigger than they are. I guess that's what it sounds yeah. like. I, right? I think they think their time hasn't passed. That's right. What I, that's how I took that. Or maybe they think that like they are, should be making money off these benefit shows and they yeah. don't get what's happening. <laughs> but I mean, Ar- the Everclear now is Art Alexakis. Like they play a couple of their old songs, and then Art Alexakis walks out with an acoustic guitar. And you know, at increasingly smaller venues every year, yeah. and just does like pop covers. Like what kind of covers are we talking? About? Like uh, I, I, the, one of his late. Well, if you go to Spotify, one of the latest CDs that I, I haven't listened to, but it's like uh, I forget what, but this it's just like songs of the last ten years. Ah, hmm. what is this from? The thong I found song. a I found a review of someone. Uh, it seems to be a child went to see them. <laughs> really, Summerland in 2012, and. Uh, just for a little background, uh, this this what seems to be girls' uh, musical history goes something like this: fifth grade, she's into Ace of Base; oh, yeah. eighth or ninth really? grade, Blink One Eighty Two, Lit, and Matchbox Twenty; tenth or eleventh, Everclear serves as one of the gateway bands to music that I become no longer ashamed of admitting I listen to. You should hang out with this lady, Luke. Yeah, she sounds cool. She sounds like she'd be a nice friend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she says highlights: uh, not huge crowds, like before Radiohead, Chastain Park. Cats horses. <laughs> Marcy Playground is enjoyable. Uh, the Everclear was horrible. Whoa. Or really, it was just art. If you have ever seen someone do a really wet, wretched job at karaoke, then you had the experience that I had watching art. Uh, you do not. Uh, symptoms of bad karaoke or how art fucked it up is uh, the, how the rest of this is titled. I mean, yeah, he's not a good, like, uh, watch his live stuff on YouTube in the last, like, 10 years. He's, like, not a good singer anymore. He's yeah. kind of croaky talking. Uh huh. Which, you know, that happens to a lot of people, but. It's too bad. She said uh, he sang too fast or too slow. Uh, he sang wonderful too fast and not. It didn't appear to be on purpose. Something's not wrong. The volume of the vocals uh, to volume of music is off. This is the weird. Off, this yeah. is a weird critique. This is a weird girl. <laughs> I don't want to be her friend. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, other people are agreeing that it was bad here. Damn. The nostalgia thing is. Uh, I feel like they really have taken it so far with like not only putting out those greatest hits album, they've also put out two different albums. It looks like where they just re-recorded their hits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's very. Which strange. is like, but man, look up let the album. Go. The album from. Uh, I like, can't find the one you're talking about maybe it was a solo they also put on an album called black is the new black right around the oh, time that it... orange is the new black came out controversy Ooh. i don't know i'm looking up like, yeah they did a cover of i will follow you into the dark i know that weird he has a song called the man who broke his own heart <laughs> yeah what damn yeah. That's messed up. And Whatever. this is your death song, a response to this is your fight song. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to kill that lady. Yeah, he's negative. Zero. Rachel Platten, you must. Oh, is that it? Yeah, it's Rachel, Rachel Platten, I think. Sorry. I love that they Sorry, call Sarah one Brothers. of their albums Welcome to the Drama Club. That's what I want to say when people come on this podcast. Uh, I'm going to read some more of these Facebook things. I got to wait for it for a second. Nate Fritzen says he wishes this would have been him. Damn. Sorry, Nate. Sorry, Nate. Suck Nate it. Fritzen just won a car. <laughs> is that, was that real? Yes. 
What? We Wait, played what? a basketball tournament, a comedian. I thought that was tournament, a joke. And the captain of the winning team got the guy who was throwing the tournament's car. <laughs> Why Wait. did that happen? Because Joel was like, it like barely works this car, uh-huh. and he was gonna. Oh, that car it. sucks, yeah. dude. That car fucking sucks. No offense, Joel, if you're listening. <laughs> I mean, that car. No, he bought that car for two hundred dollars. Yeah. I think the man paid him two hundred dollars to take the car. <laughs> no, it's like he yeah. he it doesn't have ventilation and oh, it doesn't no. have an audio system and it like violently shakes and like there's a lot of the metal is missing from the interior of the Shit. car and uh, he Sounds told like, me uh, he's driven it like cross country before. That's insane. I felt wow. he drove me from uh, a show back to Bushwick and it was it. I felt. Unsafe the entire time. Damn. Sounds like someone needs to buy him a new car. Perfect, shiny, and new. <laughs> Ooh, let's listen to it. I, I, yeah, that's another song I know all the lyrics to. That was the one when I was a kid. This was the one where they permeated my consciousness. I love oh, this Oh, interesting. Song. Yeah. This was on all the commercials for yeah. those like compilation CDs. Yeah, CD. Not CD now. <laughs> you mean ever, ever quickly? Quickly, like like a car. Quickly. Like the ones that are like uh, buzz ballads. Buzz ballads, buzz ballads. exactly. Oh Specifically, God. that's buzz, exactly like it. This, yeah. The song rules. <laughs> it's a great song. And he mentions the West Hills, which is in Portland, so we all felt it special. I hate those people who love to tell you money is the root of all the kills. They have never been just poor. Great. They have never had the joy. Christmas. Yeah. He loves, he loves harmonizing himself. That's all guitar riff right here. You say you wake up crying. But why? Yes, and you don't know why. Ah. You get up and you go lay down inside of my baby's room. Yeah, I guess I'm doing okay. I'm moving with the strangest guy. Can you believe he actually thinks he's really alive? Was actually he was writing from the perspective of Bruce Willis in the Sixth Sense, <laughs> and people don't talk about how revolutionary that was. Yeah, it was even. Was that the same time? <laughs> sure. No, it was three years early. Oh yeah. man. But M. Night, M. Night Shyamalan saw that, listened to the song, and it was like, I have an idea. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a personal song written by lead singer Art Alexakis. Uh, when his daughter Anna was a baby, he and his ex-wife would go to a wealthy neighborhood in the West Hills of Portland, Oregon. They would look at the fancy houses, drive around, and fantasize about living there. One day after the success of Everclear, Art bought one of those houses and moved into the neighborhood. He said it wasn't about the money. It was about a different kind of life, giving all of yourself to another person. It's the ultimate romantic song to me. To someone he divorced. (laughs) I think one of the lyrics is, I will buy you a new car, perfect, shiny, and new. Yeah. So I actually read about that. That's tough. Yeah. You hate to hear that. <laughs> I read an oral history of the album so much for the afternoon. Yeah. Oh, because I, yeah, I love have oral. a lot of free time. Oh, yeah. Is it perfect shiny and blue? <laughs> Tell me it's perfect shiny and blue. No, it is perfect shiny and new. Ugh. And the uh, and the bassist in the band like pressed him on. He's like, "Are you sure you want to put new that close together?" Yeah. And he said his rationalization is yeah. is that where he was from, sometimes people would say they got a new car, but it was really a used car. <laughs> So he wanted to put it twice to really. <laughs> it didn't really. I mean, no one. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you could say blue, and we would all be fine. Yeah, I remember yeah. being like eight years old and being like, "He should have said blue." Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like, oh, he, you, perf- you had an opportunity to say blue. 
Almost anything, yeah. Perfect, shiny, shiny and great, great, or whatever, yeah. yeah, yeah. Perfect, shiny, and or, screw. I will buy you a nice car, you know, whatever. <laughs> a cool car. Uh, a used car. <laughs> I will buy you a used car. I'll buy you Joel Kowski's car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will win you a new car at the Big Wokowski. <laughs> That's for eight uh, people. <laughs> um, Let's see if you guys have it. Yeah, it's funny how the comments on here are all just people saying it exactly what the thing that was just said is mm, what <laughs> there you like for the song facts on here there are comments on it oh, it's yeah. like this is about him wanting to provide a better life for yeah. his family it's like all right well this isn't like a enigmatic song <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no it's very straightforward yeah. which i kind of respect mm-hmm. and then there's uh the next lyric which we didn't get to but he's like talking about the someone with a new boyfriend and he's like he can't make you laugh. No, he can't make you feel the way. So is he, is he talking about another girl in that? Did he get dumped? That's a good question. He I seems can't. like a funny guy. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that's the comedian's dumped anthem. <laughs> your new boyfriend can't make you laugh. <laughs> when you're screaming yeah. at her, she's crying. <laughs> Listen to this Everclear song. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Let's let's look at uh, some more of these Facebook comments that yeah. have been bouncing around them. Uh, Greg Orm says, Sparkle and Fade and So Much for the Afterglow are great and almost work as companion concept albums about sobriety. Interesting. Ooh. Sparkle and Fade has two of my favorite Everclear songs, mm. Summerland and Strawberry, but they're Ooh. very emotional. Neither were hits. Yeah, Strawberry, not, not a big Strawberry song. That's a deep rules. cut. I, uh, I was a sad, <laughs> sad boy. You were a sad boy. You heard that it was, as soon as you left that uh, that restaurant. <laughs> Strawberry. You started <laughs> listening to that. You sure you want crying. Strawberry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You're not sad enough for that, bitch. Yeah, we're going to play Wonderful. <laughs> Um, let's see. John Bellantini says Sparkle and Fade had so many jams on it. I didn't stick with them beyond that, but most of the later singles I'd catch on MTV and the radio were solid. He sent them on their way. He was like, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good career. <laughs> Call if you need anything. Yeah, I'll be here in high school. <laughs> uh, John also says one of my friends used to get emotional about Father of Mine because his dad wasn't around, and I'm sure... He was since he was sincere about it and probably did mean it a lot to him. But I thought his reaction was funny because I was a dickhead senior year in high school. I also did that. I would jam <laughs> out to that fucking song. Yeah, and it was such a it's such a cliche song to listen to for sure as a kid without a dad. Where I was like, I almost felt stupid while I was listening sure. to it. I was like. This is the most obvious song to listen to, but, but that, God, it's so good. But that's a lot of Everclear songs. They're very obvious, mm-hmm. and I think that's probably where the poppiness, how he got popular, and also why people don't like it. Yeah. Let's I, listen to Father of Mine before I forget. What were yeah, you yeah. Say? Start to play it. Uh, but he will always defend like their straightforward pop stuff by being like, well, we also have Heroin Girl and all this stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's not an excuse. Yeah. This is a great song. Father of mine, take me back to Tommy, the I'm, day. I'm honestly silent. Yeah, I was still your oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you I remember blue skies walking the block. I loved it when you held me high. I loved to hear you talk. You would take me to the movie. You would take me to the beach. Take me to the That's something else we talk about. 
Guitarist drumming the same drum beat for all of our hits, and yeah. like that's just in different speeds, pretty much. And yeah. like they I mean, just figured is, it out. Yeah, it's the same as I will buy you a new life. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what he was saying. Like it's, it's pretty much the same thing. It's kind of like our podcast. If you listen back to our most popular episodes, we're saying the exact same words, <laughs> <laughs> different notes, different speeds. Uh, in 2003, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we speed it up. I always turned it down during that part. <laughs> 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 it is a weird song to have background vocals come in. No, it's weird. And it, he does he does a lot of background vocals. You hear that? I love that. He didn't trust other people. Yeah. I'll I'll come in later. It would be weird though for another guy to say my daddy. Yeah. He's talking yeah. about a different daddy. <laughs> daddy, give me a name. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just weird that it's it's all very personal. It's all very about art. I guess I mean he wrote all the songs, right? Now, did any of the other guys write the big songs, or is I don't think art? so. But I, I, I think could be wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a scathing attack on Deadbeat Dads. It was based on lead singer Art Alexakis' father. He says it's one of the very few songs he has written that is autobiographical. <laughs> I weird. don't think that's that, that doesn't seem right. He, he, he is so uh, not <laughs> self aware. Yeah. Anyway, Ashley's right. I mean that it follows the same line. It's just like completely unaware of your place and like uh-huh. your creativity yeah. and just like just blindly just <laughs> making the same thing over and over again, which um, we love. It says in 2003, Alexakis told us, "My feelings for my father haven't necessarily changed, but my feelings about myself after writing that song have been much better. It was kind of a, cathar- a catharsis to put those feelings into words. It's a way for me to get things out of my system. The song Wonderful is very much like that too." Uh, he doesn't speak with his father and can't be sure if he's heard this or not, but he knows that his stepsisters, who were raised by his dad, weren't happy about the song. Interesting. Oh, shit. Uh, as it states in the song, he did get a Christmas card from his father containing $5. Weird fact. Uh, I like this. Uh, he testified before Congress on March 16th, 2000, to endorse a child support bill. Nice. I wrote the song. Now I'll go to Congress. <laughs> Child support bill was my buddy back in the old neighborhood. <laughs> he had a uh, tough go. Did not pay child support <laughs> to that, to that child. woman. <laughs> Listen to Slow Burn, a podcast about the Glenn Lewinsky sound. Oh, I was just listening <laughs> to that. It's so it's good. Really good. Yeah, it's pretty. Cra- it's, they go real in depth. It, uh, turn this off. Yeah, this, <laughs> yeah. Is dumb. this is just a podcast advertising other podcasts. <laughs> uh, all right, should we listen to? Do you think when the dad heard that father of mine, he was like? Want to get a name? (laughs) (laughs) Here's a wonderful. I think that led perfectly into this. Also, very wonderful. It's funny that we listened to this same intro last week. Last week, (laughs) (laughs) this CD. This CD was a smiley. Yeah, this had AM radio on it too, right? Yeah. This was also one of their fucking eight greatest hits albums. <laughs> just like hot. This is his best. This is some of his best singing. I agree. Yeah. He doesn't sound like other. I mean, this is like. And I had a Star Wars poster on my head. Oh yeah. Again, this is very. But I wish I could. What's up with those Portland schools, Luke? We didn't learn to count, but we learned to jam. <laughs> bad words made me cry, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
says promises for a stranger. Yeah. I always thought that was Mama says. That's what I never knew until I read the lyrics in the liner. He says promises. Like what Mama says means everything when you're little. And the world is so good. Yeah. No, you were wrong. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking laugh a lot. No. Uh, no. Yeah, that's a heavy one. Uh, lead singer Art Alexakis wrote this from a child's perspective. He was dealing with a recent divorce and the effect it had on his daughter Anna. He says, "I was a child of a broken marriage. My daughter was the child of a broken marriage, and it was hard to watch it happen to her." That was me trying to make sense of it. Uh, it's one of those songs where I take my experience as a kid and some experience of my fr- uh, friends of mine and kind of put myself friends into this kid's Friends of mine. <laughs> uh, friends of his, meaning, of course, Chandler and bon- oh, Santa God. Monica. Santa <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, so this is, uh, yeah, that was a t- I, that one takes me back to the, that one in AM radio I used to listen to on the bus all the time. Yeah. Because I, I had that album and I would just spin around, I was like, hell yeah. Well, that was one of the first, uh, Wonderful was one of the first songs I remember listening to as a kid and being like, I feel like this was written for children. Like, you know yeah, I, mean? I know. Like this That's why it was so poppy is it feels like, oh, like a lot of, yeah, even like Britney Spears, whatever pop songs then, like they were, they were, uh, they had sexual undertones, but this is like, oh, this is a song about parents arguing. Like, yeah. Oh, this is a song like, I mean, he's smart, man. Like he wrote that for kids and like, if you, I'm sure it like charted very well, but like the majority of people who listened to this song were children. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And like, and then we still remember it. Like it, yeah. this is plays into what Jared talks about, but this yeah. is like. This was definitely written for us, and we're like, yeah, yeah. more ki- more songs for us, yeah. man. This was like red. This was his answer to Kids Bop. He was like, I don't need Kids Bop. I'll make my own. Kids I'll just say Bop. Star Wars in <laughs> yeah. a really sweet song with an easy oh, chord yeah. progression. Yeah. Yeah. One of a million kids with that Star Wars. Like. That'd be great if he just kept going deeper into Star Wars references. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, had a Jar Jar Binks poster <laughs> on my wall. <laughs> <laughs> I think Luke's a cuck now. Yeah. <laughs> Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> like whatever. Oh, will you do your bit about Star Wars? <laughs> you want me to do, <laughs> to do you my Star Wars bit? Don't cue me all up right, to do All right, all right. Now, Luke, you have uh, seen Star Wars before. What do you think about that? <laughs> it's our comics oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that song is so, it has such like a... There was that period around before and after Y2K yeah. when everything was just like that. <laughs> well, we, were, we were scared. We were yeah. all scared for yeah. that. We needed to be comforted all the time. Yeah. On the radio. Did you guys Drops know anybody Jupiter, who that, did that? What? Who, that who, like, did, who prepared for Y2K? No. I mean, our school <laughs> our school prepared for it. and like oh, That's interesting. I don't think we like put water in our tub or anything like that. Yeah. Because we were very dirty people. Sure. And we never bathed. Ba- yeah, we didn't bathe uh, anyway. <laughs> I like that that's like when you were following Art around. He oh, was yeah. like gathering up for the apocalypse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just like take me to your shelter. He was in his Mad Max car. Like, you know, it's very rude to follow people. <laughs> He's wearing assless chaps or whatever. No, but my across the street neighbors at the, around the same time did. They did like a full Y2K preparation. It was yeah. one of my best friends and his mom fucking... St- up to the ceiling stocked their basement with canned Damn. foods very awkward you know, in the morning after because it's just like well yeah. i guess nothing happened you know now we have soup yeah yeah we're gonna be eating uh <laughs> peas for a long yeah. time they're still e- <laughs> rumor is they're still eating those peas and tommy's still eating pee yeah. <laughs> what's that about <laughs> tommy's still eating footlong <laughs> 
hot dogs. Oh man, in jail. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet Jared's probably having some foot long hot dogs. This is how I close the loop. Is I go to Jared, I visit Jared in jail. <laughs> You have a you have a big foot long. Hey, which prisoner wants the <laughs> close the loop? Wait, what happens after that? It's like the end of Inception. Like, I'll yeah. take it. Well, I it's my redemption story. Right, right. <laughs> it's my wonderful. Yeah. Oh, that was great. Oh man. Um. Damn. There's the comments in here. People are getting emotional. Yeah. I mean, that's why it is people... all kids though. It's people who, are, when I first heard the song, I was eight years old and didn't think much of it because I lived a wonderful life, wonderful, <laughs> with yeah. uh, both parents. Now I'm 19, and yesterday my mom told me she was getting a divorce. I was looking for songs about divorce, and this came up. And even experiencing this as an adult, this song describes exactly how I feel. Damn. Damn. Is this a person you know? No, these are just comments oh, on, okay. on, uh, online. Okay, gotcha. I, that's how I like to find most of the there things here. I can never picture myself having something happening to me and Googling songs about... Yeah, play, yeah, totally. You know? I've looked up breakup songs yeah, same. before, for sure. Breakup songs, definitely. Looked yeah. up. No, you Google well, breakups. Well, like, I had some, but you forget, because you'll hear a song, you'll be like, oh, that'll be a good breakup song sometime, and then you... Like, I went through a breakup right it was through this podcast, and uh, someone was like, "Oh, this is a great breakup song," and then I was like, "Oh, I got to go back to that," but I couldn't remember. But it. that's fine. I'm saying yeah. like Googling breakup yeah, yeah. songs You're like, "Hey, seems crazy my penis got caught in a zipper." <laughs> <laughs> what do I listen to? Yeah. <laughs> There's something about Mary soundtrack, of course. <laughs> Whichever player has to be on. They should be. I mean, they dominated early 2000s, late 90s movies. Yeah. That was the thing. I, I Will mean, Buy You a New Life is a great soundtrack yeah. song. I don't know that it was. I don't, I'm sure it had to have been on one, but. Uh, I think uh, Father. I think I, I Will Buy You a New Life or one of those songs is in Saving Silverman. Ooh. Oh, in Loser, you might be thinking of. I, I think it's, it could be both. Yeah. Uh, let's let's look here. I don't remember which one's in Loser, but someone said that was the best part of the movie Loser. It's definitely in Saving Silverman when they're in the when they're in that outdoor restaurant that a lot of the movie oh, takes place in. Yeah, you know where they play their music. Big fan of Steve Zahn. Yeah, oh, yeah. he's great. What happened to him, man? He was he was on fire. He was in You've Got Mail. Oh, he was killing it. He had a great couple of years. That thing you do, one of my favorite movies of all that time. That movie where he was a zoo guy. You know, uh, that thing you do is the best. Oh, Zoo it. guy is Sammy Silverman. Oh shit, yeah. that's right. <laughs> Although that would be a great spinoff, the Zoo guy, <laughs> the Zoo he's an animal. Who's an animal control guy? <laughs> I'm looking up Saving Silverman uh, Everclear, and I also want to know. Yeah, I feel like Kept in sex tape. Yeah, <laughs> that might be for the first. Uh, <laughs> cherry, cherry. Does that make sense to anybody? Cherry, no. cherry's the Neil Diamond song. Yes, that's right. Well, it's a big uh, what Neil is the name? Movie. The song Evil Woman? No, no, no. Wonderful. No, that can't be. I think that I'm looking up dumb stuff here. Uh, <laughs> I'm fucking up here, and I'm really sorry about that. That's okay. I found it. It's it, Oh, it says Wonderful. Wonderful, Was in yeah. uh, Saving Silverman. Yeah, Silverman. I think it's I playing that very was, low volume. Damn. Yeah. Um. Well, there you go. <laughs> we've, we've figured it out, fellas. Uh, we got to kind of cruise through these last few songs here. Yeah. I guess we've just got to... Let's hear Brown Eyed Girl. And then he cut the cough to start the song right here. He does cough. Kind of like a rapper does. There it is. Oh, yeah. Turn the bass up in my headphones. Yeah, 
messing with himself. Kids our age, we didn't know about Van Morrison. This is never clear. So This feels like the year 2000 for sure, and it is. But this is now when the song taking place just uh, fucking butchers. Yeah. I really hate this cover. I can't yeah. listen to it anymore. It's so bad. It's, it's very, it's very divisive. Well, it's funny because Toda, we've talked about the Africa cover by Weezer, and I got mad at that cover for not trying to change it enough. And this one, I'm like, it's you the opposite. It yeah, 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 go back. There's got to be a happy medium. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, but it's just like he's he did it on his terms. But now he plays that song. Con- he plays that song constantly now. And oh god, that sucks. It's a real bummer. <laughs> that is a bummer. Yeah, I wasn't into that. It's just well, gross. <laughs> it's like I I find it disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. I, I feel myself physically recoiling when I hear the way that song sounds. But he, you know, he really belted it out. And it must have been his, perhaps his girlfriend or his wife. I'm going to look this up. It was a brown eye. You know girl. what I never knew, even as an Irish Catholic young man, that, that Van yeah. is short for Sullivan. Oh! Right? I did not know that. Because he's kind of a right? hero of the Irish. I like that. Yeah. Um,. Mel Shelley one says when this amazing CD came out, my kids were about five and three and I put it on in the morning full blast for the whole house to wake up to. We all have very different music tastes. We can still put this CD on. Everyone in the house sings along to it. That is <laughs> Why not just show them the original? That is yeah. horrifying. Congrats on your weird family. <laughs> oh, 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 wake man. up to music. Someone comments. Singing? Someone comments. It's best so version of this song. Uh, I love it. <laughs> I mean, that was probably me. I like this song. Wait, I've watched this music video, but apparently a lot of people come to an incest conclusion. Ooh, yeah, pretty weird. Yeah. Also, you shouldn't make a video for a cover. Yeah, that is. Uh, that's kind of lame. Uh, let's hear Annabelle's song. And this is a song Annabelle. about Annabella. Yeah. From the Conjuring universe. That's right. Let's talk about the nun. <laughs> and again, just these sort of very produced, heavy intros before the song starts. Skip for it, actually. He loves the intro. He must hate Netflix's skip intro button. <laughs> Why not just skip the whole fucking show? <laughs> it's just a, it's a it's a lullaby song. Music box song, folks. Sounds like Zelda music to me. <laughs> it's making me mad. Miss my switch. You think everything sounds like Zelda? I'm always miles and miles away. I feel I'm running out of time. It's about a dad who wants to be on the road. I don't know. For whatever reason, like this was just a very deep cut on. I think on. It was on Songs from American. Songs from American. Yeah. So I. For whatever reason, I just, uh, you know, this was an album that I played over and over again on my portable CD player. I really like the song, Songs from the American Movie. That's a good song. But for whatever reason, I got attached to this one. I don't know why. I really like this one, actually. It's a good song. It's got a very weird sound. I it's a, it's, it's kind of bizarre. It's kind of trippy, and it's not like anything else on the album. It reminds me of, uh, I know this is going to sound like a stretch, but only because of how weird it sounds. 
It reminds me a little bit of uh, Incubus's Aqueous Transmission, where they just played kind of a totally different weird Another song I don't And I was just saying it's all the Tommy So you can use that to predict how I feel about this. Yeah, it's just kind of, it's very, uh, you can kind of listen to it like... This song could play at this volume for the entire podcast. Yeah, it's everybody very would soothing. have a great time. I'd rather be eviscerated by the nun. <laughs> Listen to this. Have song. you seen the nun? No, I, uh, Brett said it was bad. I, by your nun. I had uh, a very funny experience, in my opinion. <laughs> you, you guys be the judge. So, uh, Do you hear that? I, I, yep. <laughs> Old for edit. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. Nobody left it. Stand by your nun. I said it about three minutes ago. <laughs> We're all striking out on this nun riff. <laughs> Show me the nunny. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Show me the nunny is awesome. Yeah, that was the best one. Yeah. <laughs> I used to, and even I and think it was it a sucks. better riff. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so uh, when I when we go to Mexico, uh, I, I went to Mexico a couple weeks ago with my uh, with my girlfriend, and she speaks very good Spanish, and I don't really speak Spanish at all. Um, I say, you know, I think they should have to dial seven for Spanish. Oh God! <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I uh, well, I shouldn't have to say that. Um, I was like trying to learn some Spanish words though. Yeah. And there was a nun on our plane, and my girlfriend goes, "That's a nun." Manca. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to need to know the word none. I think of all the <laughs> yeah. priority words. And then we get off the fucking plane and everywhere are posters for that fucking oh, nun movie. Really funny. So that word is everywhere. It's like uh, El Manca, Manca or whatever. And yeah. I was like, she was like, see? And I was like, fuck me. <laughs> this is the one week that that exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then we were getting on the plane see? back. And, uh, and see also means yes, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, but on the plane back, there was another fucking nun on our plane. It was really plot- plotted. There's a nun flying pretty. the plane. <laughs> the nun is the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't they make the whole plane out of the nun? <laughs> I've heard of Con Air, but Nun Air? <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Um, three out of six. Geez, <laughs> <laughs> Every week, we review the playlist uh, uh, out of six. Stars? Have we ever decided what we're doing? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. It's out of six because there's six songs. Yeah, I know, but I feel like we did it in the early days. Yeah. So So three out of six songs were acceptable. I liked three out of the six. He just rated it three out of six. Oh, but but that's what you felt. That's how it it is. But I like Everclear. Uh, I I used to be obsessed with so much for the Afterglow. It's one of the CDs. Like when I was that age, I probably played more than. It was probably my top ten listen to CDs. Yeah, I mean it's it's a tr- it's their their kids music. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so much for the afterglow. Uh, one hit wonder. White men in black suits. Like there are a lot of songs by them I love. And uh, one of the first concerts I saw, I brought it up last yeah, week. Yes. And I'm a big fan. I I really hate that Van Morrison cover. And yeah, that one's kind of brutal. Annabelle's song never hit me. If it was one of the one, you know what I mean? You, I feel like everyone has their slow song from but, Everclear that hits them, yes. and that was never one for me. And AM radio. Uh, not for me. Well, AM radio <laughs> is like a cacophony of noise. I'm There's yeah, so yeah, much yeah. happening. Because do your yeah. mama see. Yeah. Uh, Tom, you should hate AM radio. It's direct competition with XM radio. Oh, Ooh, shit, yeah. you're right. You're I, have to, I have to deduct <laughs> radio a point just future. for that. Oh, you should do... Maybe I'll record a song about listening to you and Nikki on the XM, XM radio. Yeah, XM <laughs> I'm just doing here. Nikki say, uh, Tom, turn the radio down. Oh... <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I um, I'm torn here a little bit because 
I really love Father of Mine. I mm. really love I Will Buy You a New Life. I'm I'm into Annabella's song. I think yeah. Tommy doesn't like it because it's he wants a lullaby for himself. Yeah, he doesn't like song, a, a song about a, girls. <laughs> <laughs> he what? wants Tommy's song. He said, "Hey, sing. Why don't you sing me a lullaby, yeah. Daddy?" Yeah. <laughs> You're That's right. exactly what it is. <laughs> I, mean, I see what's going on. We've been doing this podcast long enough. I see how his gears work. Yeah. <laughs> so I uh, I love that song. Didn't like Brown Eyed Girl. It's funny because when I was a kid, I loved AM radio. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. I cannot listen to it now. <laughs> yeah. I, it is, but yeah I, it's an assault on the ears. I'm not going to give it like a zero, though, out of, for that song because I still did enjoy it uh, for the nostalgic purposes. However, wonderful, even though I really like it. Something about it is very cringy to me too. Oh, it's so saccharine. I think yeah. the beginning that like wonderful. wonderful. I think that I think I'm deducting a quarter of a point from that song just because of the way one of those guys <laughs> says wonderful. Yeah. He's like oh, it's, wonderful. Yeah, it's like the guy who's the the fat guy in the subway <laughs> ad. Exactly. You know, it's him doing it. <laughs> that guy alone, out yeah. of about thirty people, deducted a quarter. Of yeah. a point. Wonderful. <laughs> to repeat my riff from last week, one of the guys is the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, that's great. Uh, did you guys talk about Everclear? Last we did. Week? We did. It's so and weird. They just that got brought up happening. in the course of our. Uh, well, who, yeah. who did episode. you uh, interview? Joe Zimmerman. Oh, Joe Zimmerman. Very funny. Listen to that one. Um, I'm going to give this a 4.25. I think because I I okay. really enjoyed it more okay. than I. Probably should, uh, but Father of Mine is a banger, and it's it really it connected with me a lot as a kid, and I can't I can't turn my back on that. No, like so like many fathers have <laughs> to their sons. Um, yeah, I liked it. Four point two five. What do you rate this playlist, Luke? Well, I probably am going to go. I'm probably going to lose. Am I'm probably going to go four out of six. Going to lose AM radio. Going to lose four out of six. Girl. Okay, all right. everything else you went I'm... lower than I did. But also, I told Luke like either oh, pick songs you want to talk about or songs you like. Okay. So I might have been a little misleading. Interesting. I... I, hey, I'm fine with no, that. No, no, no. I, I mean, I came in here six out of six. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I came in here a thousand percent wanting. Yeah. Well, this you... is the show where we make you feel bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what this is all about. But now that I've listened, like AM radio, like there's a lyric where he's like, he's just forcing a lot of stuff, and I think that new car, blue car thing was very instructive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, but yeah, like the where he's talking about. He's talking about find my happy. That's one of the lyrics. He's like, find my happy. I'm going to find my happy. He's just forcing it. Ugh, I don't like it. A lot of bad lyrics. Well, Luke, <laughs> we've had some laughs. That is, uh, this has been good. What do you got to plug? This is going to be coming out in two days, Wednesday. Uh, I don't know. Just my social media. Luke Monis. Uh, people know you from hosting the famous show Island Time. Yeah, let's talk about that. Why don't we do an oral history of that right now? <laughs> Luke and I tried to do an island-based show with Mike and Brucey, Yeah, and it rained so hard that very few people came. <laughs> but we, uh, we, we had one show. We wore Hawaiian shirts. We bought a bunch of <laughs> like lays and shit. I remember we, uh, we put inflatable uh, palm trees in there and... And Nick Nanny did a dance at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, star Emmy winner, Chris Red was on the show. <laughs> oh, right. Chris Red was on the show. He didn't talk about the theme. Uh, no, he was the only person too good for it. And we that's what he got the Emmy for. That's right. <laughs> he was rewarded for it. I was a little disappointed that he didn't talk about Island Time in his, uh, in <laughs> that's his speech what I that I didn't see. Well, you know what? Uh, is funny is there was like a, a controversy. Obviously, I love Chris. Uh, where there was a controversy where he... People thought he got SNL a year before he did. Yeah. 
And I had seen an article that Chris Red got SNL, so I posted on Facebook, like, from island time to SNL. Yes, I remember. And all these people started sharing it, and oh then it God. turned out that it was fake, and I felt like I was part of the problem yeah, yeah. <laughs> because of this stupid thing. Well, we, have, we, blame, we blame the Topaz, yes, the, the bar that the hosted venue. Island Time. <laughs> they, uh, but yeah, you know, it was ill-fated. But, and didn't you have, end up having another – you had a beach-themed comedy Well, then show. I had a show called Tommy McNamara's Summer Beach Bash, which you thought was – Dangerously Close to Island Time. Dangerously Famously, close Dangerously Close to Island Time. <laughs> and according to uh, another comedian, Dangerously Close to his show, Joe's Beach Bash. <laughs> but I'm an original so, man. what's it like being a plagiarist? <laughs> I'm like the Melissa McCarthy yeah. character in that movie that I'll have to see. Yeah, you're like the – Guy who went on Oprah with the plagiarized book, Million uh, Little Pieces. Million Little Pieces by James Frey. Wow. Great pull. Did I get it right? That's exactly what his name was. Wow. We should have him on to defend his actions. <laughs> <laughs> defend your plagiarism. <laughs> Stand uh, by your book. <laughs> I leave for two minutes. You guys are talking about Million Little Pieces. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go again. Tom is wearing a Hawaiian shirt, much as if he heard us talking yeah, about Island Time. That's great. Well, Tom, I didn't mean to disparage. Uh, uh, Tom has nothing to plug. I mean, I have. Yeah, I, I, is it sad to not plug anything? Uh, no, that's fine. <laughs> I uh, come see me in, uh, on the 18th if you're in New York. I'm doing. I'm doing like 20 minutes at UCB. Oh, uh, great for Emmy Botnick's show. I think that'll be really fun. Oh, that'll be great. Oh God. <laughs> Don't come anymore. Tom's going to be on it too. You guys are both doing long sets. That'll be fun, actually. Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll come and be and asked to they'll ask me to pay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thank you, we'll UCB. Thank you for your space. Come see both of us over there. That'll be a fun time to see us both do some long comedy. Check out my website for other dates. And uh, we have a big Stand By Your Band live show announcement coming. So be on the lookout for that. And uh, let's hope I don't delete the episode when <laughs> oh, I turn are we, it are off we going right now. Thanks right. again, Luke. Luke, any of last course. words? No, no, no. Thanks for having me, guys. It was a, it was a joy. And I'm glad oh, I fuck! Get to-